Welcome everybody to the Man Up Podcast, episode thirty-two. How y'all 32? doing? Yeah, we just said that was thirty-two. Yeah. What's up, guys? What up? Um, before we jump into the podcast, I want to ask a favor of you guys. If you're listening to the podcast, especially if you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure you leave us five star review to help more people find the podcast, help us grow the podcast, so we can man up all over this bitch. We're gonna man up the world, all over Apple and the world. I just world. didn't do what we were supposed to do. I mean, you only said female dogs, so yeah. I think we, it's going to be fine. We're, we uh, we no, got this thing. We're not. Yeah, it's not on YouTube limit. too. You can still, you can still cut. You yeah, just gotta can't like, cuss for the first ten minutes. Though. Well, or limit no, your you cussing. Can, you limit not, your cussing like, for the first ten minutes. Yeah, we're like bleep, 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 But check bleep, it. I'm not even gonna talk for the first ten minutes, and that's gonna get us there. That's the only way that we're gonna get there. High five. Is if you don't talk for the first ten minutes. I think I can do it though. I don't even know yeah. if that algorithm's true though. Though. I think we're gonna run it because we're already at fifty-two seconds. I haven't said anything bad yet. Fifty-five. I mean, we're basically there. You know, uh, my mom uh, was talking about listening to the podcast, and I told her she shouldn't again, but she said that she did. But my dad can't uh, can't listen to it, and she's like, you know, he was in the Navy too. <laughs> and I was like, well, told you not to listen to it. Whose <laughs> dad? My dad was. He can't listen to the podcast, uh-huh. and he was in the Navy. Yeah, can't listen to it. Cause Holy I'm- moly, that means we're rough. Yeah, maybe. Oh, but the oh, episode. I get what you're saying. Like, we- yeah, because cuss like sailors, but only were words. We probably are. Yeah, we probably are. Yeah. No, at absolutely times. not. Because have anyone heard the turkey episode? I feel Which like episode? we are at times. The episode with turkey. Oh, yeah. There was very little in that episode. There was some, though. I did well. You did do pretty good with to have saw your own. I did well. That was my favorite guest appearance, I think. I so made far. it a point not to be a piece of S-word. A piece of S-word. Nice. So, I want to talk about a few things as we jump into the episode today. Um, number one, we have the infamous <laughs> Logan Paul versus... Infamous Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> the dude that got beat up by KSI already is fighting Floyd Mayweather. Now, KSI, you have to understand that KSI beating Logan Paul, KSI is one of the greatest fighters that have ever lived. He's not just a, uh, a rapper or anything silly like that. He, or a YouTuber, um, I don't know who he is, but I just know that he is, the reason he beat Logan Paul is because he's one of the greatest. Does he bo- have a Wikipedia page? Boxers of all time. Oh, no, I don't know. I'm making all this up. Oh, I don't even know who he is. Yeah, he's like, I think he's a YouTuber, right? Isn't that, yeah. I don't watch YouTube. Look, I don't goes, either because I'm not 11. <clears throat> but true that, that goes down tomorrow. And I sent you this, the rules. What do you think about this, Tyler? Would you, did you, I sent it in the group. Did you see that? Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with them, though. What's the no problem? No judges. There's no judges. There's no winner and no losers. There's no red second. out winner. Like Unless there's a knockout, then everybody knows. Yeah. And there's going to be a knockout. Maybe. There's going to be a knockout. Maybe. I mean, not like Floyd is known for knocking people out. Yeah, but it's not like jake paul logan paul chris paul what paul george paul walker whatever the hell his name is is known for <laughs> taking shots from professional fighters either well i mean he because he's never done it exactly i mean what we know of outside of training i think paulo costa knocked him out in training but i think that might have been just a that dude's soft just a joke so anyway um i want to say though um while i'm completely uninterested in this fight i couldn't be less interested about this fight um, there's not much about there's not anything about this fight that excites me. Not a huge boxing fan. I'm not a Floyd Mayweather fan. I'm not a Logan Paul fan. I'm not Rand I Paul. Said, I'm not really not a, a Rand Paul. Fan. I am a Rand Paul fan. Oh, okay, actually. yeah, I like Rand Paul. So you are a fan of the Pauls. Yeah, that's the him and Ron, his dad Ron. Okay. I like those Pauls. I don't like the 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 Jake Paul. I don't I don't dislike Jake and Logan Paul though. As a matter of fact, that's actually what I want to talk about today is the fact that I actually respect the shit out of Jake and Logan Paul. Crap, bro. You gotta say crap. I don't have. 
I don't have to. We're almost four minutes in. Just do it. Well, I'm just limiting. We don't have to stop. Okay. Well, I'll just limit. I'll so, uh, we. I was talking about this with Mel. I wrote it up on the wall. Not on the wall. On the board on my wall. Just I know to be clear. Mean. Well, the people at home listening might think they know that I, I write on my wall. They know there's a board. So, well, I was talking to him about it. And um, they're actually geniuses to be able yeah. to leverage YouTube unpaid content to get themselves so positioned to make what i mean what's he gonna make plus 100 million dollars i have no idea 50 million dollars something i mean millions and millions and millions of dollars i mean like if we said a million like, dollars it would be way too much so who cares money you know yeah mo- they're really smart money uh money that, i mean we've never not, nobody in this room's ever worked with before you know what i mean never never played with in our bank bank accounts you know you're talking 50 yeah. 50 million whatever They've marketed it good. Like I'm sitting here looking at the tail of the tape, and Paul's his damn. He's had one fight, no wins, one loss. Yeah, he's fighting Mayweather, fifty fucking wins, fifty and zero, no loss. It's insane. Look at that tail of the tape. That's fucking. That's insane. It's crazy. Dude, that's two F words, bro. Calm down. It's crazy. That is crazy. Think about it. Okay, and I tell you, I tell you when I started really respecting the Paul brothers was my son likes this ridiculously annoying show called Titus. Have you ever watched Titus? No, it's a YouTube show. It's about Christopher Titus. No. I don't know. I don't know what the kid's name is. Um, oh, it's a kid? Yeah. So it's, oh, a, it's I was a thinking kid. about like, a comedian. He's like two or three years old. Okay. Okay. And the Paul brothers are regular guests on this show with this three-year-old. So my five-year-old who watched Titus is now a fan of Jake and Logan Paul. I asked him, "Who do you know who Ronda Rousey is? No. You know who Brock Lesnar is? No. Do you know who uh, this person is? No. Do you know who Jake Paul is? Yes. Logan Paul? Yes. Jake's brother. Wow. Think about that. Think about the marketing in that. You think that's going to distort th- martial arts in people in people's eyes? How? Well, I mean, because like like you say, he knows who Logan Paul is and Jake Paul is, so they're fixing a box. So when he thinks of boxing, he may be like, "Oh, the fucking Paul brothers." Maybe yeah, I said the f word again. I'm sorry. That's but, three. One dang more it, Wes. You, one more, and you're out, buddy. <laughs> but, yeah. Then when you think of real like professional boxers and all that you know like I mean, to me when i think of it sports, might it might hurt box hurt it a little bit but i mean what's gonna hurt boxing right now more than boxing does yeah. who's really excited in the united states to watch boxing anymore you know what i mean yeah. before all these freak show boxing matches started happening tyson versus jones i mean the, I, I think one of the fights that started to bring boxing back is now the rivalry between tyson fury and deontay wilder yeah that that's really the rivalry that started bringing it back but i'm more in Intrigued about the Anthony Joshua Tyson Fury match that wasn't gonna was gonna happen. Yeah, well, I mean, I play that into it like that, like that trio of like heavyweights being great again and having like real finishers and back yeah. in boxing and, and exciting fights starting to happen with some with some emotion behind them that we can get behind. These are these are you know this is stuff that we've needed, and then you know Tyson coming back to box Jones, which was a kind of a joke, but I mean at the same time it got people excited to watch boxing again. Oh, yeah. You've got Conor McGregor going to boxing. You've got the Paul brothers going into boxing. Like, don't forget about Ben Askren. If anything, don't forget about Ben Askren, guys. If anything, I think that uh, it's helping boxing. Honestly, yeah. I think it's bringing boxing back to life. We still got a few boxers that like <clears throat> like Canelo Alvarez and in uh, Triple G. Yeah, that are, I mean, they're exciting. Yeah, exactly. They're Can excited. you say his whole name? I don't even know what his whole name is. Gennady Golovkin or something like that. Okay. I, I don't know. I just call him Triple G. But I didn't even know what his real name was. I didn't even know he had a name. So. <laughs> <laughs> I thought his name was Triple G. Yeah, Triple but G. But other than them guys, like you say, I mean, yeah. there's not much. Well, you know who really likes watching those guys? Old people. Boxing fans. 
Hispanic old people and a lot of this well and hispanic people you know what i mean like i'm not gonna get started on the hispanics today okay I don't want you to, but I'm boxing not. boxing is bigger south of the border. Well, they do. You I know? mean, Canelo Alvarez is Mexican. I mean, yeah, he doesn't look like it, but he is. He looks Irish, but he's Mexican. Isn't that strange? It is strange. I've never seen that before. Is he like an albino Mexican? No. If I've, it weren't for the fact he had red hair, I'd think so. I've seen that. A good friend of mine when I was in the Marine Corps, um, his father had red hair. Really? Yep. It's, it's funny because a lot of times when we think Mexican, we think of all people that look the same, but it's just nationality, just like American. Right. Like you can be a black a bro- Mexican or a white like Mexican. brown guys with black hair and right. shitty mustaches. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, Tyler. <laughs> Why are you? It's true. Don't play me like Why that. Why are you Don't stereotyping like Mexicans I'm so saying bad. that's what you think, but there's so many varieties that's of Mexicans. what Mexican you people. think. No, it's that's not what, what I think. you think. Just every TV that's show I've what, ever watched. That's not what I think. Even George Lopez's show has. Look, man, you ride out. No, actually, I'm with it. Like you ride out to uh, Home Depot in in San Antonio, Texas, on a on a Monday morning, and I mean, there's pretty much exclusively one type of guy standing <laughs> exactly. out there. I'm not. And here's the thing: I'm all for that too. I'm not one of these people that gets really mad about like immigration, as some people do. Because Mexicans work hard as shit. They yeah, deserve they everything they're getting, man. Like, I don't want to go out there and do the work they're doing. No. I'm toting shingles up to a roof. or I think or, about rebar when I think about Mexicans. Like, doing concrete the shittiest fucking jobs in the whole world. Yeah. Did I ever tell and you about do, my rebar job? Uh-uh. But they do it with a smile on their face, too. They yeah, do they it, do. And they go out there and get it done. But I got hired to do to, to basically learn <laughs> the job. But the first the first part of the job was tote rebar to the Mexicans. Like, in two or three Two or three stick bundles. Me and a buddy of mine. Toting it in what? With our fucking hands. Oh, shit. So you had the shittiest job on them. Absolutely. <laughs> That's how I know they had the shittiest job in the world. How much? How far? How long was the rebar? How long was it? Probably 15 feet, maybe longer. So three 20? 15 foot rebar? Yeah. It was heavy shit. Yeah. I didn't have no gloves, and that shit hurt like hell. That's <laughs> so what happened. So I walked up to the white man who owned the company full of Mexicans, and I was like, Mr. White Man, do you have any gloves? No, you got to bring your own gloves. We don't provide that. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Shit's tearing my hands off, bro. It's like ripping ripping the calluses off my hands. And, you know, I had work jobs like that before. And one hour. I lasted one hour. Really? How long ago was this? I was 19. Oh, really? You quit after one hour? Yes. Yes, I quit after one hour. Me and my buddy, we got the same job, same day from the temp place. And... I was like, homie, I'm gone, dude. Like, if you want to go, let's go. Well, I'm fucking done hauling rebar. I'm not Mexican enough for this shit. And he was like, I don't know. I was like, we can go back to the tent place today and get another job. I promise. He didn't leave. So I went up there and I started, I told the girl that got me the job. I was like, that's bullshit, trash. I'm not doing it. Ten minutes later, homeboy showed up. He's like, yeah, fuck that. That shit hurt. It was bad. It's the most Mexican job in the whole world. No offense, Mexicans. I mean, they're they tough. Yeah, they're no, tough as shit. shit job. Yeah. yeah, they are tough as tough shit. Tough as shit. They work hard. You know, that's, you gotta a, that's have some hard-ass work. But you got to have it. Yeah. Somebody's got to do that shit, man. And I'm sorry. If you're if you're bitching about Mexicans getting work, if you're not doing the same work, shut up. Like, like, like there's people like me who I need those people. Fuck, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, and, I and I'm not saying all Mexicans only do hard labor jobs. That's not what I'm trying yeah, to imply. Yeah, like a motherfucker, too. <laughs> I'm not trying to imply that. What I am implying, though, is that um, a lot of people that do those jobs are Mexican. I'm not saying that's the only job they can have, but they are Mexican, right? And so um, I say let them come on in, man. You know, 
But why not pay a, pay a person to do a job, pay them half as much, they do twice as much fucking work. Why not? Yeah. From a business standpoint, it's genius. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I get why people are mad because they're like, "Man, I'm losing my job to people that work for half the pay." And some of the, and and here's the thing: I don't believe in if you're illegal. I believe. All right. So, like, my actual political opinion on this is, uh, I believe in an easier path to citizenship. I do think there should be background checks. I do think there should be screening processes to keep like cartel people out and stuff like that, murderers, people trying to flee the country, whatever. But if you have a clean background and you want to get in the country and you don't have any criminal history and you just want to come into the country and work, I think it should be way easier. And most Except people that, that for the don't motherfucking Middle Easterners, man, I'm sorry. I don't trust them. I think that when you but when you when you do that and you like <laughs> I'm sorry. They, when, they when freak you, me out. I feel what you're saying, but oh, when you like paint with a broad stroke like that and you say They blew up a lot of shit, Mo. And you say we we gotta keep the Middle Eastern people out. I don't saying keep them out, but maybe make, be more thorough with those I, people. I think that the, we should be thorough with everybody. Everybody we're bringing in the country, we should be thorough with. I think but the, the Mexicans, man, they're so poor; they don't have any agenda. But but one, like, one of the reasons things that people are worried about is people is Middle Eastern people coming going to Mexico first, oh, and yeah. then coming up through Mexico. Like they can't tell the fucking difference. Come on. I mean, I'm they're kidding. brown people with dark hair. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, but they have like their features are different on their heads and stuff. Well, they can take that off. If they want to blow some shit up, man. It's not like it's, it's not, not like not born sewn on. Oh. Yeah, it's not, they're not like come out with shirts top like wrapped up on top of their head. Like, Man, the this show's like, feeling real racist real fast. It's not though. I just I don't know. Way too white to be having I'm, this conversation. I'm, Wes is just back there being quiet, Confucius back there. I, I don't know. He's Confucius. not touching it. I love the Mexicans, but I hate the Middle Eastern. I'm All sorry. right. Well, I'm gonna take that out probably. That's fine. I'm not. I'm done. I actually don't record anything anymore. I mean, edit anything edit anymore. Anything, like, mm. I mean, I, I don't know it. any Middle Easterners, so who gives a fuck if they get mad? But I know a lot of Mexicans, and they'd be like, "Yeah, he does love us." So fuck, <laughs> fuck the Middle Eastern. <laughs> well. Um, I've met some Middle Eastern people. I just don't. I think that br- painting with broad brush against Middle That's Eastern true. people. That's true. It's probably non- a little unfair. That's it's true. not probably unfair. It's very unfair. That's true. You know what I mean? It is. I mean, yeah. When I say Middle Easterners, I don't exactly mean Middle Easterners. Exactly. You know what I mean, though. You know what I'm getting at? The the bombing, killing. Yeah, but that's still hurtful. a very small percentage. It of, is. of so those, you know, even Islamic people, pretty small percentage. It's true. I'm yeah. sorry, everybody. I think that, uh, and I also think that when you give the government the power to like, when you give the government the power, he's shaking his head, no, saying I'm not sorry. I am not uh, doing that. You are assholes. Um, <laughs> the uh, when you give the government the power to like discriminate against people based on what country they're coming from or yeah. who they are, or whatever, and not give everybody the same standard, I think that that's wrong. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't think the government should have that power. I think as long as you have a clean background you're not you don't have any links to terrorist organizations you don't have any links to uh, uh, criminal organizations you don't have any kind of criminal history or violent criminal history or otherwise i think that you should be able to get in the country yeah and, let, and them work. In and let them tyree bar yeah i mean yeah exactly i'm not saying let them in just to do that but let them in you know to do a lot of shit like that like i'm and just saying I, americans people, are known to be lazy people anyway for the not majority, not some people through history not not through just history, right now. but right fucking right now, now they, they are. are. Yeah, for sure. Right now they are, <clears throat> without and a doubt. And so we still need that stuff, man. We need rebar tires, and we need Mexican restaurants. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I agree. When I'm trying to get motor ports a shot, I agree. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I'm not anti. Uh, like last night, like I tell you, another person I love is the motherfucking Chinese. I went to this place in Starkville called Mama Jeans. 
Mama Jean sounds like Honey Boo Boo's fucking mom or something, doesn't it? It's this little Chinese lady. Is it new? I don't think so. Is that in the old Waffle House building? Yeah. yeah. That shit is fucking delicious, bro. Is it? I've yes. passed by there several times. You should stop one day. That lady talks a lot. What's she talk about? She just says words. She's kind of like the the small female Chinese version of myself, actually. She okay. just says a lot. And she's really nice. So what was the, I mean, was the food really good or something? No, that's what I'm saying. The food was delicious. What'd you get? Oh, you said no when I said was the food really good. So I thought you were about to be like, no, the food's no, awful. The food's, okay, the food's delicious. food's delicious. So the food's delicious at Mama yeah. Jean's in Starville. Mama Jean's Cafe in Starville. Mama Jean's Cafe in Starville. If you want to hook out. us up with a... No, nah, they're, they uh, they're not going to sponsor. Now, usually Asian people aren't really good about that. They don't usually do sponsorships. That's uh, that's uh, one of them things you tell me I'm always doing. So Yeah, being racist. Yeah. Yeah, it did sound that way, didn't it? Yeah. Um, that's just good. been my experience. I'm a triad, bro, at heart. Probably not. I don't think that's the experience of everybody, but that's been my experience, trying to get sponsorships. When are we going to get sponsorships? I mean, I'm not really in a hurry for it. Honestly, I, I want to build the audience. We'll get there. If we get a sponsorship, then I got to be good. And I don't want to be good. That's dumb. <clears throat> well, it depends on the sponsorship. Yeah, we need to get a sponsorship from like a really cool company, like a bar. <laughs> what kind <laughs> a of bar? Really like shitty a- biker bar. <laughs> Come on down to yeah. to to Cletus's alleyway. <laughs> The bucket of blood right behind <laughs> right behind the bowling alley you get on your, south side. You get your gun and your knife at the door. <laughs> you, get your, you get one just to use when you're in the yeah. bar. It's a loner gun and knife at, at, at the Cletus's alleyway bucket of blood. <laughs> the name that me and Tyler just came up with That's collectively. Good. That was uh, ad-libbing at its best. <laughs> Look, man, uh, this is what I want to talk about. I want to hear Tyler's approach on this and because and, me and Wes have already talked about it a little bit. I want to hear both of y'all's sides on it. I think that um, people today, by the way, my uh, our talk about immigration today is not an official political view. Um, the Man Up podcast does not uh, agree with or Anything condone any uh, political statements made on the show by anyone. These are just jokes, bro. Yeah, we're just bullshitting, spitballing. But uh, anyway, I want to get your get your take on this. I have a I have a thing that I've noticed, and it seems to be getting worse. In all communities, like it's, it seems to be like a nationwide thing. It might be a worldwide pandemic. I'm not sure. Probably not in like places like Africa. But it's just me. Are all dudes just happy walking around being just a bunch of little bitches? Has everybody just noticed that? Can you elaborate on little bitches? Like just little do nothing bitches, just fucking like soft. They're okay, just being soft ass Take, bitches. Okay, that's the definition. Can I get it in a sentence? Uh, Lil Johnny is a little bitch. <laughs> God damn it, man. <laughs> this is the worst. <laughs> All right. I got, another, I got another sentence. Lil Johnny's dad is also a little bitch. <laughs> what about that? Okay. Like, like you can't just sitting around. Don't push themselves. Don't do shit. Don't so work don't, out. Don't train. Don't try to be healthy. Don't try to get a good job. Like, just little bitch. Just so little they bitch. don't do like me just and run a whine, mile and a half in the morning. Just whine about everything all the time. Before work. They just bitch and complain about everything all the time they live at home with their parents or even if they don't like they're just walking around just knowing they're a little bitch like the amount of dudes out there walking around in 2021 i feel like you're talking about me bro that what the fuck like a half decent athlete with any amount of training could just hold down and rape if they wanted to oh uh, yeah is doing it to me. unbelievable 
Like, it's unbelievable. How, as a man, are you just okay walking around being a bitch? I'm going to tell them right now. I'm like little motherfucking Caesars. I'm hot and ready if you want to jump on this old cat right here. I'm just kidding. That sounded kind of gay. It sounds like you're trying to get raped. I am. He's hot and ready like a little Caesars pizza if you want to jump on this cat right here. What? What are you talking about, bro? Okay, it's fuck. We've already decided. Whoa, man. What's your language, dude? It's only been 20 minutes in. Oh, yeah. We've already decided that I'm homosexual as a rascal. We did? You did. Are you coming out now? Is that rain? Yeah. Dude, oh. it's pouring. It's coming through the microphone. I was sitting here thinking. Yeah, I heard, I heard it through the headphones, and I was. Yeah. I thought I would took my oh, headphones out I to thought, see. I if thought it was that, a, the, that the world was changing since I finally came out of the closet. <laughs> yeah. It's like, awesome. it's like the fuzz in your ears is yeah. finally starting to like fade away. And Everything's so much it. clearer now. Yeah. Now that you've come out, yeah. That, well, congratulations, man. I, you know, I've always yeah. known you were gay. Can I get that I'm ass glad. later, bro? No, oh. no, because I'm still not gay. Oh, I'm still super I'm, straight. I'm still a heavy top. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing bitch bottom. But what's up with the, all the dudes ass, in the world that are okay being bitch bottoms? I think a lot of it has to do with um, raised by their mama. I think no, that's a big part of it for well, real. Not only straight that, up. but you know, used to you, you could uh, use constructive criticism, and people would be like, "Damn, you know, he's he's telling me something," but now constructive criticism or anything you say to somebody that they don't like or hurts their feelings has been classified as bullying right well i'm gonna tell you so this we thing. talked about that last week right exactly so when you try to give your homeboy some constructive criticism like hey man i love you dude but you're a fuck you're getting fucking soft you're yeah getting fucking you know well, you're fucking bullying me now so now nobody yeah. wants to fucking but if you got a homeboy like that if you got a homeboy like that you probably disassociate from him right well, th- that's the I thing. Would. Though. Look, now I would. I know you would. Yeah, I know if you, you can't would. handle it, yeah. Because I'm not hanging out with media, little bitches. Now that no. social media is so widespread, everybody's like, well, I don't want to bully this person. So then the topic just doesn't get brought up. Man, so people who yeah, are soft everywhere. already. Softer. When they were, you know, say somebody been on a path to be soft, and instead of having a homeboy or a family member or somebody say, hey, I'm fixing to steer you back this way with some words, you know, which would be constructive criticism, it's not there no more. So All then right. they just keep climbing that, and they're like, well, I'm comfortable with being soft. Right, they, I'm going to stay you, in their comfort zone. I'm yeah. going to give you three good examples of why bitch boys are bitch boys. One, raised by the mother. We discussed it a second ago. Kind of, yeah. not really. Yeah. Two, the internet. Exactly. You can talk all the fucking shit you want to on the internet and never yeah. get punched in the fucking mouth. Well, that's what I'm saying. Social media. You can hide behind uh, a persona or like a... Um, a mask, if you want to say. Yeah. Like a social media mask. You ain't got to put your name on there. Yeah. You can put yep. Donkey Dick 5000. Fuck you, Jay. Y'all know how many how many bullshit, like bully, like mean comments I get on TikTok? Oh, probably a lot. A lot. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, we read some all out the here the day you were gone, I think. Or maybe yeah. you were here. Were you here that were day? Were you here that day? No, I missed that day. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, yeah we read some of my some of my mean tweets. Really? But it was, it was stuff on just TikTok. People just hating. Yeah. Talking about I'm a joke. How I, I had one dude say that I shouldn't be teaching martial arts. I had one dude who got on there and was like saying he'd whoop my ass. Like, I get people on the saying they're going to whoop my ass. You know, just like stuff like, not very many said they're going to whoop my ass. One of them said, like, when I kicked that, I kicked the pad and that girl fell over. Uh, he was like, if you did that at my old dojo, we would have beat the shit out of you. And like, oh, that, that was, was new then. That was just the other day, yeah. 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 That dude was probably in a, a dojo. He was so probably then, in a, uh, a... Yeah, he said a, stable or dojo or something. So then my third, my, third, my third point to this, though, is... Uh, physical exercise or anything like that you know when we were kids and and we had people around us and we didn't stay in the house and we stayed active and we played ball or we kicked the shit out of the fucking kid we didn't like in the neighborhood all, every day or whatever you know what i'm saying like 
that builds some kind of character. Well, that's a good point. You talk about physical activity and being a kid. I've, I've learned this with a... Turn with that my, shit off, fucking Wes. I swear if that happens again I today. do got my volume down, but that was an alarm. I'm God, sorry. I'm going to fucking kill My family's out of town. i got to feed animals. Tomorrow. Family. Family, he my... says. It's anyway. a podcast, bro. But Get what your about, shit uh, together. <laughs> you know, you're talking about physical activity and kids. Like, I've noticed... When we were kids, man, we had PE every day at school. Yes. Don't do that anymore? Once a week. You want to, oh, was that true? It's like once or twice a week. You want to really? hear something crazy? So like, I had PE not before even class pictures one day. And I had to take class pictures with a sweaty-ass fucking head and some sweaty-ass clothes, and I was mad as fuck. <laughs> I was trying to be cute and shit, but instead I was sweaty as a motherfucker. If I find it, I will bring it in, and you can um, post it on the dude, line. Dude, exactly. You used to go out and do a fun run, run a mile around the school, yes. go out and play basketball, score 37 points, and then come in and take pictures. Like a boss. But now you, you sounded do, you like do, a boss, bro. You do PE once a week. That's weak That's as crazy. Fun. That's yeah. wild. Exactly. So that goes to saying that that right there is – it's, I guess it's programming you to be soft in general. So maybe it's society. I don't I, know. I think, you know what I think it is? I think starting off, one thing that I think it is. What do you? What do you? Look at that! Look at that definition in them legs, boy. <laughs> one thing that I think uh, that it starts with is number one is the lack of necessity of being a, a man, like a real man. Yeah. I'm talking about like a like a man. When you man. say like a real man, you mean like hunting and fishing? No, not necessarily. What you saying? Like, because I don't do that shit. I think there's three things that classify you under whatever the circumstance is as like a man. Fucking bitch, okay? you better be one of them. No. Oh. Um, it's number one, your ability to protect yourself and other people. Number two, your ability to provide for um, other people and yourself. And number three, fucking your ability bitches. to raise children. Oh. Parent. A fucking bitch. So like when you get into kind of, yeah, that's part of it. Um, I do think that that plays that plays into that in a way. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm just um, in it to win it. You know what I mean? But that's your that's your like your typical like beta. All right. When you say defend yourself and in, in your family, do you, does that necessarily mean you have to win every time? Well, I mean, if you can't defend yourself, if bust not, a cap, right? If you're not winning, defend by Nobody whatever means anybody. necessary. Nobody can whoop everybody's ass. Defend by so, whatever means necessary. So by means necessary, like that means like if you know you can't whoop their ass. But you can shoot the fuck out of them. Whatever means necessary. Okay. I'm just making sure because you're an MMA fighter. I just am a fat guy from Missouri. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe you're who needs to hear this episode then. Fat guys from Missouri. <laughs> uh, what are you trying to say? I'm not trying to say anything. If if Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Tyler. If at any point in this podcast, if you're like, gosh, damn, this shoe fits really well. Well, wear that motherfucker. No. But if you don't feel like the shoe fits, take that bitch off. I'd just like for you to elaborate when you speak. I just, I feel like I'm elaborate. I just elaborated. Yeah, that was pretty good. By any means necessary is different than yeah. just saying, all right. Th- if, but it plays a role. If, if, all right, like Craig and Debo, right? I'm not saying that you have to be able to whoop everybody's ass. Hear me out. Craig and Debo, right? Okay. Craig couldn't whoop Debo. No. But he did beat the shit out of him with a brick. But he stepped up to the plate. Yeah, he stepped up to the plate. That's what I'm saying, though. It don't mean you have to win every time. I'm not talking even talking to dudes that are little bitches. I'm talking to dudes who are comfortable being little bitches. There's a big difference between being a little bitch and being comfortable being a little bitch. Being a little bitch, not doing anything to change the fact you're a little bitch. So me being an uncomfortable little bitch is okay. Absolutely, as long as as long as you're as you're pursuing some in some area of not being a little bitch yeah absolutely because i just got this new uh gig called supervisor at my job bitch that's providing that's cool yeah 
top. You trying to uh, dog? And then the third thing. What was the third thing you said? Because I probably do it too. Parent. Yeah, I'm a yeah. parent. That's what I was gonna tell y'all. I got this little, little game we play. Like, ta- like taking care of. Like I think what makes you a man and not a bo- what makes you a boy. Like is yes. Like ma- there's one thing that, ma- that you can be male, and then you can be a man. You can be male by having genitalia. Having a penis and balls makes you male. Unless you're a girl and you claim to be a nope. man. That nope. Makes you're still you a girl. Too. No. Nope. Nope. No. Nope. No. Nope. I'm talking about legitimately. I ain't talking about the way you identify. If you want to be called ma'am, I'll call you a motherfucking ass ma'am, whatever. But I'm talking about legit- legitimately, biologically, if you have a penis and balls, you're a dude. Okay. Offend so many people. I don't I give can't a fuck. You, I don't man. give a fuck. I can't believe you, Jake. Okay, maybe you get we're born as a hermaphrodite, and then you can call nah. yourself whatever you want. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. If you, you were, if you were born, give a shit. You're I on don't. a roll right now. I don't You're give a shit. Apologize for all this. I'm not gonna apologize for shit. Whatever. If you have a cock I'm and balls, this out. you're <laughs> you're a guy. You're a male. <laughs> I agree if you with have you, a vagina, man. you're a female. It's sad to say I agree with you 1,000%. It's not sad to say because everybody knows this. But. So, um, here, cheers, guys. We'll take a shot. This is the last one for me, bro. This is the last one for me, too, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not. But that makes you male. Uh, if little bitch, I just made a your ability to do for others is what makes you a man. Okay? Yeah. That's what I think. Your your ability to have a dick makes you a makes you a dude makes you a male. Make sure but what makes man. you a man is what you can do for other people. Can you protect other people? Can you provide and help other people? Can you parent and raise and do things and mentor and and help other people? I speak softly and carry a big stick, bro. or at least try. Like, or at least like try, like, or put or like, be working to put yourself in a yeah. position so you can. So like. Does it count you should be trying? you should be able to do any one of those. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you should yeah, be able to. Do, you should be really good at deal. at least one of those three things. But you need to be able to do all three. I can do two of them, and then the other one, my little baby gun at the house, do the third one for me. I mean, you AKA need you need to be car. you need to be working to be ready for that situation, though. I'm ready at the point where you you don't have to defend yourself or See, defend your family. Here's the deal, though. You know, I got two. Phones, one for work, one to call my homeboy Jake, who beat the fuck out of somebody if they fuck with me. <laughs> I guess that's part of it. High five for me. High I guess that's part of you. it. But not High only five. that, not, not only do you, you don't train, but still you you stepped up to the plate and joined the military at one point in time. Yeah, so you got the, so many got, motherfuckers, but man. you got the mindset. That's that's what I'm getting at. Like you said, you got the mindset not to just sit there and be a bitch. Like he's saying to be comfortable with. Just being nah, a I don't bitch. have that. Like yeah. I said, I, I always tell people I can take a lot of shit, like until it gets very very personal. Like if it's not personal to me, like what might be personal to, to you may not be personal to me. Yeah. And but once it gets personal to me, yeah. Yeah. I, like what? I, what the point I'm making is is not like my kids and wife is fucking personal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like somebody messing with your kids, somebody messing with your exactly, wife. Yeah. That's the point. And like you need to be putting yourself in a position so when shit does hit the fan, however it need you you need to take care yeah, of that. I'm not gonna go and to. shoot a f- another five year old. Right, that's a but thing. I will slap the shit out of another five year old. <laughs> okay, let's just be clear. If a five year old fucking what fuck with my little boy, and he comes home like a little bitch, I'm just be like, come here, son. Let's show. I'm gonna show you the first time what you need to do, and I'm gonna slap the fuck out of the five year old and say, you better leave him alone, and then he better follow suit. And slap him again while he's down. No, nah, I'm gonna slap my little boy for being a bitch. Uh, you know. I grew up in the time, and this might be part of my. A lot of people that listen to this podcast probably would describe me as uh, toxically masculine. 
depending on who you ask. Um, and part of that is because I came up in the day and age where it wasn't uncommon for like your parents to beat your ass if you didn't fight or lose if you lost a fight. You know what I mean? Like if you lost a fight or if uh sure. If you lost a fight or if um you back down from a fight, your parents would beat your ass and make you go fight them. Right. It wasn't really uncommon. Uh, you know. Right. I, I, I never went home and told my parents about me getting fights, so I never it really happened to me. Right. Happened to my cousin, happened to some other people I knew where they go home and they like were getting bullied and then they get their ass beat for getting bullied. And then they'd be like, you go handle that shit tomorrow. You get another ass beating tomorrow. I was vice versa there. Like, my mom was, like, super against all that shit. You know, my mom, though, she's very sensitive, very cry, inner feelings type chick. My dad, you met my dad. (coughs) Yeah. Nah, he was that motherfucker like you talking about. Yeah, you got to go handle your... If you get whooped at school, you get whooped at home. If you get beat up in the park... I'm whooping your ass. And you, yeah. It's like, man, I'm not, I'm not, at, nobody is as hard as you think that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nobody is. There's always a better motherfucker. Right. That's why if my son loses a fight, I'll, I'll never beat my son's ass for losing a fight. But it, did he fight? Okay. As long as you stood up to the, and, and as long, now I ain't saying you going out and just pick it. You know, I'll beat your ass for starting a fight, but I ain't going to beat your ass for losing a fight. Right. We don't want no bullies in this Right. I, now, if you just being a little bitch, you being a little bully, you going around picking shit. That's a little bitch shit. shit. Being a bully? Being a bully, absolutely. Because bullies, bullies don't want to fight. Bullies nah. never want to fight. Nah. All you got to do if you want to get a bully to quit bullying you is Whoop, slap him. Let him know one time, hey, every time you come around here, you're going to have to fight. Yeah. He ain't going to fuck with you no more because bullies don't want to fight. That's like the M.O. of bullies. Go after yes. weaker people that are not going to fight back, that right. I can do this shit for, for, for free. You ain't got to win the fight against a bully. I try to tell kids this all the time. Kids in my martial arts program, you don't have to win. Nah. You don't got to win. You just got to make it a fight. You just got to stand up and hit him in the mouth one good time. He'll he'll beat your ass. Don't matter. Let him know every time he comes over to mess with you, he's he going to get hit in the mouth one time. You know yeah. what I mean? Just that one time will usually be enough. Yeah. Even if he beats your ass mercilessly after. But that's that kid. You seen the, the, the little skinny, wormy-ass little fucking baby child on, I don't know what, Facebook bullshit. And this little fat kid kept fucking with him. Fucking oh, with him, yeah. Fucking with him. Maybe it was vice versa. The little skinny, yeah, the little kid, skinny kid was fucking, fucking with a big fat kid. And he kid. fucking slammed that motherfucker. Power drive him into the concrete. Fucking smashed his shins into the corner of the yeah. concrete. God yeah. damn. Just picked dude. him up and just body slammed and him. And a lot of times it's little bitches like that who's a fucking bully. Yeah. It's yeah, like, dudes, that, that they're bullying you because they feel inadequate in yeah. some way. A lot of times, like also known as short man syndrome. When, everybody, when a, when, a, when a kid's a bully, he's got like he feels inadequate. He's lashing out yeah. his own inadequacies at you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he doesn't feel adequate. And he feels vulnerable, and so therefore he's gonna go try to pick on other vulnerable so how are you people try to, to punk boost out the himself biggest up. Fucking kid in the whole because a lot of times those big fat kids be soft. Yeah, that's true. But this little dude right here. But then I've also seen kids who also. Kudos to you, trained jujitsu and shit like that. Oh, yeah. And fucking, they just get smashed. Bully gets smashed in mm-hmm. no time. You remember, there was, a, there was a video of that, too, yeah. where this kid had... It was a bigger kid, right? Yeah, there was a kid. There was two kids, and finally the kid just pushed this kid and pushed this kid, and finally the kid dropped his backpack and just went to flopping oh, yeah. that ass, just whooping that ass. Oh, he's just, piecing him up. Yeah, hit him with like, yeah. a, like a lead head kick in a 2-3 combo, hit him with like a... Like a like all kind of shit. Then went to the ground, put the kid in the arm bar. Hit him with that twelve thirteen. It was oh, crazy, man. crazy, bro. Yeah, that shit was wild. Yeah, but I was about I, that. I'm with it though. It was just, uh, yeah, I am too. Absolutely, man. I love seeing martial arts payoffs like that when you see kids and you see it more a lot more often now. I remember I had a friend. Uh, ooh, I put too much in, too much me on there. Uh, I had a friend. He was a black guy. He was a professional fighter, 
and uh, he said something one time. He was like, man, MMA is putting white kids in the game. He was like, when I was growing up, white kids used to never beat up black kids. And he, he put that on a post he had made. It was John Dudu Brown who was, I think, posted this uh, or said it to me. But this kid hit a spinning back fist, landed it perfectly in a locker room fight, right, and knocked this black kid out. And it was this nerdy-looking little white kid. You want some me, old Tyler? I'm good. It was this nerdy little white kid, and he knocked this black kid out with spinning back fist in the locker room. He was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> MMA is putting these white kids in the game. Like, what the hell? It's invaluable. It's invaluable, too. Like, you can be the biggest bitch on the mat, and I will not judge you because you're on the mat. You can be the fattest piece of shit in the gym, and I'll never judge you because you're in the gym. You can be the dumbest dude in class, like in a school class. I'll never judge you because you're in, as long as you, you know, you're there because you want to be there because be you're clown. in class. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'll never, I don't care where you're at in your life. I don't care what your past is or what's happened to you or whatever. If you right now are trying to improve yourself and get better, much respect. You seen a little black kid in Chicago? I think it was Chicago. Graduation this year? Uh-uh. None of his family showed up. He had to take a fucking Chicago bus. Wow. No. To graduation. That was in Birmingham. Oh, Birmingham. Okay, Birmingham. my bad. Fuck wow. me. right up the road. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He went to school. No family, no nothing. Nobody showed up. Got on a bus. Went to graduation. Walked home. Wow. There's photo evidence. Right, Dude, walked I, home. I was right? talking about that story yesterday. Sweating huh? like a motherfucker in his gown too. Wow! Yeah. Tell me if that don't make you that dude right there. I was talking to somebody <clears> about that. He, like I said, like you saying, he went to his graduation alone. Went through graduation, not a soul was there, and then went home by himself. Had nobody. To talk that about. motherfucker will be running shit in Birmingham, going, Alabama, in a couple exactly. years. Exactly. Yeah, that that motherfucker's gonna be running shit. Because look, let me tell you something. Most motherfuckers go to graduation to please their parents. Yeah. Most motherfuckers don't, at that age don't care nothing about what, wearing a gown, don't care nothing about going through the ceremony, sitting there, whatever. This dude had the balls, had the ability to go to school every single day with nobody holding him accountable. Nobody there to stand over his shoulder. Nobody there to do that shit. Nobody there to hold his hand. I don't like, like every, kids like that no more, dude. No. There's very few kids. There's never been, almost never been kids like that. Most kids would have been out selling dope. I don't care where you're at, what color you are, whatever. Most kids, when that kind of freedom would have been out selling dope, would have been out partying, yep. smoking meth, doing cocaine. Yep. White, doing kids. Crack, white, kids, white kids. White kids. Yeah, whatever. Meth and doing cocaine. Without, without that, okay, without that support system. He went with no support system. Right. No support system. Very impressive. Put himself through that. Put himself into it. He'll hit the workforce. Guess what? He's learned. Straight to the fucking top. Guess what he's learned? He's learned. You don't need nobody. To work. Without being told to, yeah, he don't need he's learned to put in effort without somebody having to stand over his shoulder to do it. He's learned to accomplish things without a support system. I don't know if he's learned it. He might already fucking know it. But, well, that's how he <laughs> learned it in the, during the process. So, yeah, he he learned it in the process because nobody's born that with that. Shit. Somebody's people are born with more mental substance than others, but nobody's born with that. That's just something you got to learn. The reason I said Chicago, I realize why I said Chicago. I've been watching the fuck out of Shameless. Is that in Chicago? <laughs> yeah. Never seen it. I just looked. It said Tarrant, Alabama. Don't I don't watch know where it. Tarrant, Alabama is, but I think it's in Birmingham or somewhere around that area. But it's hella impressive, but, dude. You see it. Dude, you went through school. I mean, obviously by yourself, graduated, went to your own graduate, didn't have a soul to even take him to. Well, I don't know what kind of grades the motherfucker had. That ain't say shit about it them grades, but it, it don't matter, dude. Matter, Homeboy graduated. He graduated. In, in Me? Opinion, in my opinion, he manned up on that one. Like, yeah. O'Tyler, I wouldn't have graduated. In that situation, I wouldn't have graduated. <clears throat> O'Tyler Coleman moved out of his mama's house. Senior year, let me just tell you what I had to do. 
to graduate. I had to go to a fucking school board meeting and give a bunch of fake receipts of how many days I missed that year just to be able to graduate. Bunch of fake receipts. Fuck yeah, they're fake. I skip school every day. <laughs> wow. I missed like 56 days. <laughs> Canyon did that shit his senior year too. <laughs> What's with my friends being pieces of shit their senior year? So like I had to go get like doctor's excuses. Fake ass fucking doctor's excuses. Well, did you tell them you have cancer or some shit? Why did you need that many doctor's no, excuses? I guess I had fucking herpes a bunch. I don't know. <laughs> Holy I have shit. no idea, but I, I remember it vaguely like. So did you have the grades, vivid, but you but just didn't have the days? I had the grades to graduate. I didn't have good grades, like a 1.5. Can you graduate with a 1.5? I was a good test taker. I had a D <laughs> average. Yeah, I could graduate. Okay. I was a terrible. I was, well, I was I, an okay I test taker. I aced my test without even fucking studying, but. Really? Yeah, that's true. But I didn't study. I didn't do homework. And they say homework's like fucking, what, 50% of your grade? Yeah, that was what killed me, too, is I didn't do homework either. I don't know if that's true. Clearly, it's not, because I didn't do any. Yeah, I didn't either. But um, I didn't either. I didn't I can, do any homework. I, I can tell you that fucking tests. What's y'all's opinion on homework, man? What do y'all think about it? It's bullshit. I don't. <laughs> I think it's I've fucking bullshit, it. bro. It is. Nowadays, it is because uh, I the earliest time I remember having homework was like, I don't know, late middle school or high school. You know, my, my kids now are. Uh, do you get those booklets and shit to do? Well, my son, he's in second grade, you know, and before, well, even in kindergarten. My daughter, when she was in kindergarten, they were sending homework then, like home then. It's like, dude, what the hell? Yeah. You, yeah, but they don't have no freedom to do anything else. It well, takes fucking all night to do homework you're for taking a kid. Their, you're taking their youth away from them. Yeah. My kids can't even you know, to me, it's not even about the youth. It is about the youth. I mean, they have no personality. It's about they can't, learning. They can't it's, gain a personality because yeah. they're doing fucking homework the whole right. time. Right. It's, it's not even, about, it's not even about, the, about the youth. It's about, like... There's more things to develop on a child than just their academics. Absolutely. You have to mo- develop their EQ, their emotional IQ. Maybe you that's the develop, words I'm thinking of. You have to develop their their um, social skills, their ability to talk to each other, their ability to to be athletic, their ability to clean the fucking tree, house, clean, clean the house. Clean whatever, you know what I mean? There's so many things you need to learn about life that you're not learning at school. And when you put kids in school all the time and you, you tell them that their life revolves around school – no, bullshit. It no, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. I want to tell you, like, there's more to life than school. There's two things I use at my job right now that I could have went to school for. Not college. Not fucking college. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with college. Don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. English and math. That's it. <laughs> I don't need social studies. I give no fuck about any fucking history thing. I can Google that shit. Yeah, I think it's something you need to know. You tell you what I mean, I'm saying it's something you need to know. I don't I'm use not saying a at 1.4, I know it. Yeah. Right. In, my, in my job now, you know what I use? You remember in kindergarten when you have that block that has a star in one corner, a square in the other, a circle, <laughs> and, and you put the pegs in there? Yeah. That's the amount of knowledge I use at my fucking job. Really? Yes. <laughs> you could have done it at six years old, homie. Yeah. Well, I use geometry. And then well, I guess I, that is geometry. And, and I use, like, trigonometry, and I use, like, division and multiplication. What do you use trigonometry for? For all the fucking bullshit. The bullshit. I'll give an example. Show you. I can't really. I have to draw it. It's hard to put into words. Okay. Um, I think the other issue I have with it is like, it just reeks of shitty teaching to me a little bit. Look, and what I mean by that is as like as a coach, right? Like I teach jiu-jitsu. If I had your kids all day long for like six hours a day. All right. And at the end of the day. I was like, all right, you've been doing jiu-jitsu all day. And I think jiu-jitsu is an important life skill. 
you've been doing it all day and then i send you home and i'm like all right i need you to do more jujitsu when you get home the whole time you're home yep. because Look, that's i wasn't able to teach jujitsu while you were here that's what i was just going to say I, I was probably going to piss a lot of people off with this but you always hear teachers wanting more money this and that and this and that and this and that but yet the homework is getting overwhelming right. and an excessive amount so it's like it's like they want to why do are less you wanting less. more money yet to do less but yet do you have hey, booklets? We, we want more money this and that but hey we're sending your kid home at seven years old and, and they he's stay got, on goddamn computer to he's got do 13 math. papers to do tonight it's like man he's in first grade yeah, yeah. do you know how but long it takes a first grader to do that exactly you and can't do it in eight hours at school it? dude i was up till 10 o'clock at night with homework when i was a kid like when i was a kid yeah you because home, I, when you were homeschooling no, no before that's why I, that's why i started oh. homeschooling my mom pulled me out of school when i was like seven years old because i was coming home and i couldn't get my work done i was so you distracted super bad do you know how fuck out you do apparently zoe has add mm-hmm. they sent her home with homework it might be fucking four pages do you once again Wes do you know how long it takes a goddamn kid to do fucking four pages of homework with ADD yes 13 hours 13 hours it's she it. goes to sleep at fucking 12 o'clock at night yep. I used to do that every day you kidding couldn't me couldn't get it done it's I impossible it done. yep I couldn't get it done. I would come home because a lot of it would be also work that I didn't get done at school that day because I was too distracted. And if you didn't get your work done, you didn't get to go to recess. So they would bring me in from recess and not let me go outside and play, which made my ADD 10 times worse. Then I would sit there and I'll be freaking the fuck out because I'm sitting there staring at this book and the words are just jumbled together to me because I'm so like distracted. You could put an ADD kid in a white fucking pure white room. Nothing else. No windows. No door. A really bad ADD kid, yeah. Just think about it. Pure white room with a fucking white table with a white piece of paper with black fucking ink on that motherfucker, and they would not be able to pay attention to that shit. Yeah. It's terrible. It's It's it's, awful. I had it. I had it. I I still have a really bad case of it. I got Riddler when I was a kid, and I was just like... I'm actually not. I think I like drugs now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan, and I'm I actually taking that shit. I'm on Adderall, and I have I haven't taken it the last few days, um, a couple days. You're prescribed it right now. I am. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I quit taking it because I think with for kids it's really bad for them. Yeah. And I think for adults it can be. And it the changes. Reason is it does. The reason is is because the one of the hormones that helps you focus is, uh, and they say that you only have this effect if you're abusing it. I never abused it, and it happened to me. The 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 what what the chemical in your brain that helps you focus is dopamine. Okay, okay. it's one of your feel good drugs. It's one of the drugs that helps you feel happy. Right. It's also the, one of the one of the does it chemicals. rid you of it? Dopamine is what makes you feel happy. It doesn't rid you of it, but it pr- produces it like artificially, which makes you your body produce less of it. So the more you're longer you're on it, or the more of it you take, the, the harder it is your for body. your body to just naturally produce dopamine, which is going to make you deal with more anxiety. It's going to make you be more depressed, make you sadder when you're not on the Adderall or when you're not on the upper. That's what happened to me. I had always dealt with a little bit of depression, but after starting taking Adderall, I started noticing when I was taking a lot of it, like when I was on it, I was great. I felt awesome. But when I came down off of it, I was ready to put a gun in my mouth. Does it give you tunnel vision? Yeah. Does me too. Yeah, it, which is what it's designed to do. It's designed to give you tunnel vision to help you focus on something. Uh, okay, but when 
what about when it's time to focus on something else and but you're still focused on that one thing that's part that can be part of it too but you see Problem. that's that's how that's what add does for me because like when, when you have add yes you can't focus on what you're supposed to all the time but then at other times you're so focused on things like it'll hyper focus you add can hyper focus you okay where you like you get on something, and you, like it can be the most random thing, and then you can't get off of it. Well, if it's something you're interested in. Right. If it's something that yeah. really interests you, then you're yeah. just like, you're hyper-focused. Like, that's actually been one of the things that's helped me is because with my ADD and my inability to focus on the things I need to focus on, with that, though, comes with things being like the ability to focus on things, hyper-focus on things, and become I have obsessed. ADHD. I have ADHD, too. It's all ADHD now. ADHD now. They don't have, they don't separate anymore. They don't? Mm-hmm. Well, is that what, so that's version. what you have is hyperactive? Yeah. That's what I have. But it, I can become hyper. That's why I got so good at jiu-jitsu because I would go to school and the only thing I could think about was jiu-jitsu. So I'd go to, go to school and I would do nothing but think about jiu-jitsu and like write down submissions and steps and like and yeah. I, didn't, I didn't do anything else. I would, just sat, I would sit there and just write steps <clears> to <throat> jiu-jitsu moves and like I would just hyper. And then I would miss class. I used to draw cartoons. Yeah, you were hyper-focused on the cartoon. For sure. So and like, like even with my Adderall, I'd still draw the cartoon, or whatever, whatever I was doing, anything. I could be taking notes, and say the bell rings to go to another class. I'd be like, I don't know, I'm not done, I'm yeah. not done yet. Yeah, you were hyper focused. I need to finish these notes. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, Adderall does that to me. I'm too. not going to the next class till I finish these notes, bitch. And then they'd be like, <laughs> but I have way less personality now that I'm on Adderall. Really? Like that, it, it it made me like I'm not happy as much, and I think that's why I'm such a clown. And I, um, I'm not as happy as much, and I'm uh, I just don't have the. So what about when you came off of it? Do what? When you came off? I'm of more it? creative, but I'm I, I'm not as hardworking. Oh really? So yeah. you're lazier, but you're more creative. I'm more creative when I'm not on Adderall, so like right now. So your brain works differently. Well, yeah. differently, I'm more creative. Like I can come up with like funny video ideas. I can come up with like comedy stuff. I, I'm I'm funnier. So it's basically like goofier. Me. Yeah, when I'm not on it. Because I'm not on it. When I have it. When I am on it, I'm way more like driven. I wanna, yeah, I want to get to the point. I'm serious. I'm still driven when I'm not on it, but it's a different type. Like it, like I'm just more like you're driven in different things though. Yeah, right? I'm yeah. more creative. I'm I'm like I'm way more artistic. Whereas when I'm on it. I'm way more. Oh, I think I'd be hella good at my job on Adderall. Yeah, probably. I'm. But I would. Like, I could have been a straight A student on Adderall. You know, it's, you know, it's funny because like I'm really good at my job when it comes to working, right? The working aspect of it, the movement aspect of it, and as soon as now that I've got this new new aspect of my job, when it comes to the paperwork or the ideas of changing things or. I'm just like fuck. See, I, I ideas on wall. changing things is what I do. I hit a wall. That's what I'm good at. I hit a wall. I've been changing the fuck out of it, but I mean, it's like it's longer. Yeah, it takes longer for me now. But if you were just to say, okay, go out there and do that guy's job, and it'd mm-hmm. be like, psh, 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 I'm done, and I'm done way faster than that guy because I'm hyperactive yeah. as fuck, and I'm focused, and I don't go to lunch, and I don't take breaks, and I See, don't drink I water, and I don't do anything i can be that way on on or off Adderall. i'm one of these people like i will get on a job and i will work 16 hours no break no lunch break yeah. no food or anything because i'm just like hyper focused and well, obsessed told, with what i'm doing i told i got a day then his, i crash his, uh, i was not sure if i was gonna get to make it today but the guy that i work supervising on second shift son had a stroke and i was like well if you gotta go man just go i'll fucking work 16 hours it's not a problem <laughs> 
his like, son had a stroke how old was his son 36 okay Damn. And, um yeah so he was like well i'll let you know and he showed up today so of course i'm here but yeah but he was he was he was like he was fretting it pretty bad yesterday i was like don't worry about it dude if you gotta go just fucking go i got you yeah because like, i know you do but but see that's that mentality i was talking about earlier like a person who's so, like to go back on what jake was talking about earlier a person who's soft and a person who's comfortable with being a bitch would have complained about that. Like, right. Well, ah, fuck that. Well, well, bro, I can't work 16 hours, exactly. man. Exactly. I can't work 16 hours. I can't I can't put in that kind of effort for me to stay here for 16 hours just because your son had a stroke, man. The company isn't that important. I'm going to go home, and you should go be with your son, and they don't even need a super advisor on this I'm shit. I'm about that bread. That's bitch made. That's well, bitch made not talk only that, to but still in your mind, you're like, I work 16 fucking hours. Yeah, fuck on it. my fucking head. I work 21 hours plenty but of time. But then again, you're working, providing for the family. Like but you said, I'm, about the, I'm about that action, boss. I don't know where that came from. But, but a soft person, a bitch I'm person, about that like, like you said. Yeah. You're gonna, That's you're one of the biggest things I hate. I, I was, I was, I bitched at my son so hard about this the other day. Uh, yesterday, he was whining. I was like, man. Uh, no, it wasn't that day. We were at Dollywood. So this last week, we went to Dollywood in uh, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. It was all right. It was good. A lot of lines. But it, but the line started like letting up. In the last ride we rode, my son, my five year old, rode his first roller coaster like a boss. Like he got on that bitch. He was having so much fun. He enjoyed it. It was scary. There was like fire and shit. Then he rode another roller coaster. He thought that was fun. Any loops? Oh yeah, I'm talking about for real roller coasters. I'm such a bitch. I can't do those things. Yeah, it's like a for it hurts real roller my coaster. Stomach. So we get on this last one. We go on Mystery Mine, and he didn't enjoy that one at all. Wow. At all, it was scary as fuck. I ain't gonna lie, it's probably the scariest roller coaster I've ever been on. Is it wood? No. Well, it's metal, but it's like scary. Okay. What do you mean? So like, you go into this dark tunnel, and then all these red lights light up. It like it stops in this dark tunnel, and all these like red lights light up, look like bats' eyes or some shit. And then you go to this thing, and then your cart turns and goes straight up at a ninety, goes up a ninety degree angle and straight up. Like it feels like you're gonna like you know normally you go up like at a slant. All right. This one goes straight up, and then like. Dips straight down and it goes straight down, uh, then, then goes to another one. The straight up is what's scary, though. It's not the drop. you're gonna fall out, yeah. It feels like you're gonna fall out, and then you're in this dark tunnel with like these red eyes. Man, he's five years old, he freaked the fuck out. His legs were shaking. I felt really bad for the kid. He's <laughs> like, turkey? Seri- Yeah, I was what do you do? his legs were shaking. He's like, I want to get off here, I want to get off. Let me off, you know. He's like, I'm super scared, dad. And like, we I held his hand and tried to make him feel better. I was like, It's almost over, son, just chill out, you know. But he get we get that we get off and he's freaking out. We get out of the thing. He was that was your fault. That was y'all's fault. Y'all told me to go on that ride. Y'all told me to go on that ride. That's your fault. And I was like, let me tell you something, son. There's nothing I hate more than somebody that does that right there. You made the decision to ride the ride. We encouraged it. We said, hey, you should do it. But you made the decision to ride the ride. If you didn't want to ride the ride, we didn't know anything about that ride. You didn't know. We didn't walk in there knowing what that ride was any more than you did. You made the decision to do it. Own up for your own actions. Own up for your own things that you did. Quit blaming other people. Quit blaming people for you not being where you want to be in life. In life, quit blaming people for not having the things you want, or because something bad happened to you. Yeah, that's a fact. Or whatever. If you want to be a bitch, if you want to be a loser, if you want to be a do nothing nobody the rest of your life, keep blaming other motherfuckers for you not having shit. Okay, that's facts. That's facts. I told him I was like, look, son. That's what losers do. Losers blame other people for not being where they want to be. Yeah. Losers blame others for their down. It wasn't my phone. Uh, for their uh, shortcomings. That's what losers do. Yeah. If you want to be a winner, you got to own up for your own actions. You got to. 
take responsibility for your own things in life. That's what winners do, son. And so I don't know if it made any difference, but he's back. He's such a, he can be such a whiny kid, man. And I'm just like, man, that's the that's one of the biggest traits I can't stand in a kid or in an adult or in a man or a woman or whatever. It's just a whiny person, just whining and complaining about everything. Like yeah. own up to it, man yeah. up. Like take some responsibility for the fact that you're not where you want to be. Yep. Take some responsibility. Like that was a real that was a real thing I had to do with myself. Because while a lot of people think that I'm really successful, I'm not where I thought I would be at this point in my life. Shit, man, I'm gonna be fucking thirty nine years old. Yeah, I mean, I thought I honestly thought by thirty years old I'd be a millionaire. Shit. I thought I'd have a big house on a hill and I'd be have you know boats and and you know boats and hoes Shit. you know boats and and. I thought yeah, I'd I have know, a. I knew you when you was eighteen. We talked about kind of stupid. I shit. thought I was gonna be the shit, man. We're nowhere where we wanted I to be. I thought I'd be balling. Dude. And I was like twenty. How old are you? Shot calling. How old are you right now? Thirty. You, you know th- what? We're not though. Are you thirty? I'm thirty. Yeah. So I was. So he was eighteen. I was twenty-one. We were talking about all kind of crazy shit we was gonna do. Yeah. And me as a twenty-one-year-old, you know what I mean? Twenty-one still stupid ass age. For sure. Amateur. I still think. I, and I still think. I, like, I tell you a realization that I had because. Like okay, I've wanted I wanted all these things out of life that I that I'm still trying to attain that I thought would get there a lot faster than they did, and I always felt like a failure, and so I was always putting off my happiness or putting off my family or putting off the things that were important in my life because I'm like you know what? But if I hustle hard enough now, think about it is the reason I'm not where I want to be. The reason I don't have those things is because I didn't put myself up for those things. I was just running an MMA gym in Columbus, Mississippi. If I wanted to be a multimillionaire, I should have went to real estate. I should have went into another field that would have got me there faster but i wouldn't have been as happy i wouldn't be doing what i love all day i would have been doing some bullshit i didn't really i'm not really passionate about i've been doing paperwork and pushing you know like because i've learned that one of the things i hate is sitting in my office all day you know guess what because of what i do I, man i go for a run i go work out i go hit the mat do some jujitsu i've got all these options but com- what comes with that is the fact that i don't make as much money if with the same effort that i've put into my gym and with the same time i've put in that i could have made doing something else yeah. Now, but the thing is, is I, I bought my happiness with that. I went in there and I got something beyond that. And then I was I always was putting off like I didn't want to own up to that. You know what I mean? So I was always putting off my my family. I was always putting off time with my kids. I was always putting off time with my parents, things like that, so that I could be here and I could hustle, whatever. And what I started realizing was this, man: the hustle is unmatched. You can't be successful without it. I got mad respect for hustlers. I got mad respect for people that work hard. I, I try to work hard, but this is what I know. This is the only life you're going to get. Yeah. What you're living right now, this is it. Okay? Go out there and get what you want, but at the same time, don't neglect the people. Because the most important thing in life is not things. It's not money. It's people. That's what's important. The Legacy. memories you make with people. The legacy you leave behind, that's what's important. Like, yes, do I want to make more money? Absolutely. Do I want to be successful? Absolutely. Do I want things? Absolutely. Are things important to me? Absolutely. But there's nothing more important than the people in your life. Your children, your wife, your friends, the people that you choose to be around you, the people you choose to be in your circle. That's what happiness comes from. And the more you put off your life to not have those things, the more you're out there grinding and hustling at the sacrifice of, not being there for your children, man, you're not gonna be happy at the end of your life. When, when was the last time you ever was laying on a hearse about somebody laying on their deathbed and they looked up and they said, I only regret 
not spending less time with my children. You know what I mean? Like, like I only regret that I didn't that I I invested too much time with my with my the people that I was close to me. True that. You know what I mean? Nobody's ever said that. Nobody's ever said that. They you've heard people say, "I wish I hadn't worked so much." You hear people say, "I wish I tried harder in my marriage. I wish I'd have worked harder with my children. I wish I would have done these different things." Now, don't get me wrong. I can be a better father when I'm successful, when I have money. Yeah. I can take care of their issues. If they need to go to drug rehab, if I have money, that's freedom. I can yeah, put them that's in probably the reason why they in fucking drug rehab. Maybe, maybe. But how many? I mean, we know a lot of poor people that get strung out on drugs, too. I'm just, no, I'm saying if you're, yeah, but they probably had a shitty dad, I shitty parents. I so, I mean, 50, 50. I think it's yeah, I think, I think some, I think some people are just more likely to do it. I'm just saying like the more, the more chance you have of a, of a rich kid going to rehab is, is it's because poor kids go to jail. Poor kids do go to jail. Poor yeah. kids go to jail. Rich kids go to rehab. And then, and then another thing is I'm just saying like, if you're a good fucking parent and you're poor. There's a good chance your kid might turn into a fucking success. Yeah, but 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 you can you buy have to be you can buy head. happiness with with money. Oh, absolutely! I don't care what anybody says. You can buy happiness with money because if, let's say your kid gets cancer, but you don't have money for treatment, he gonna die. He gonna die. You better hope St. Jude come, you know, gonna, gonna pick him up. Or That's let's like, say you get you get sick, but what? you don't have money for treatment. I've seen that the other Or day. if you you know you can, there's things you can do. You can <clears throat> if you make enough money, you can work less. Right. If you make enough money, you can. Spend more time with your kids. You could go spend quality time with you. You can take your kids to the beach. You can go do amazing things with your kids. I just read some crazy shit the other day. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, you remember Greg Olson, the tight end for the Panthers? Mm-hmm. Greg Olson's son needed a heart transplant. And Greg Olson had put out that uh, he didn't think his son had much longer to live. This week, I read Greg Olson's son's fucking heart transplant surgery was successful. Really? You got millions of dollars. You can do a lot of fucking Absolutely shit. Absolutely, you can. Absolutely, you can. And that's amazing because that kid's no 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 older than nine years old. That's insane. So wow. Greg, Greg Olson's son about dead. Greg Olson's son new heart. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like that fast. Mm-hmm. And he say shit about a waiting list or nothing like that. But it's looking like if he's about to fucking die, he probably was not at the top of the list. Yeah. All of a sudden, the motherfucker got a heart transplant. Money can do a lot of money shit. can do a lot of things, and that's what I'm saying. You got to find that line. That's why I think one of the most important skills, and we're at an hour, so I need to wrap it up. But one of the most important skills that I think you can learn, that I've learned from, Alan talks about this, a lot of my mentors talk about this, one of the most important skills that you can learn is how to not how to leverage your time. Not spend your time, but leverage your time. Make your time more valuable. Learn how to leverage your time so that you're not having to work all the time for the same results. Learn how to work less for the same results or even get more money. The more that you attach, I talk about this so much on here, the more you attach your dollar figure of what you're worth to the amount of time that you work is the less time you're going to be able to spend with your family and the people that are important to you and still be successful. You can be successful when your time is linked to your money. Doctors, lawyers, their time is linked to their money. They're very successful, but their time is linked to their money. Somebody needs surgery, they get a phone call, they got to go. They work long hours, they work hard. They're diff- a lot of times they're difficult jobs. You can still, the, but you can still be successful. Rest of the time they don't do shit. I mean, I mean, maybe depends. Depends on what I mean, the job they may is. Maybe studying like a motherfucker at home, but yeah, but a lot of times they're working twelve-hour shifts. I mean, they're, I'm just they're saying, but then some days they're not. Yeah, absolutely. Because you know, once I mean, you again, think about a lawyer or a fucking doctor. I mean, like, 
they work you, they work a lot of hours most of the time. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe home hours too, though. Yeah. Or you got bitches though. Right, but but you, got you bitches. But you're linked to yeah. that time, and if you can disconnect from that time, see, I'm happy. I have disconnected my time from my paycheck to a certain extent. So, like for instance, of the past two weeks, three weeks, I've been here for two days. Okay, but I still made the same amount of money. The gym still made the same amount of money. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. well, kind of. The, the this last week I was only I was gone half the week, but they made just as much money with me gone as they would have without me being here. All right, since the Hannah fight has your shit went up at all? Anybody came in here and signed well, up? I don't know. A little bit maybe. I mean that kind of thing. You gotta like market that that for it to be. It will. I think that was just a, it's a, I think it's a long term. I think that was the spark. Yeah. I mean, I'm just asking. Now, I didn't now know. we're finna put some kindling on. Look, let me tell you something though. It. Let me tell you something. Y'all want to hear something crazy? Yeah. yeah. Bellator will not be offering Hannah Guy a multi fight deal. Why? We don't know. That's what I said. They're not fight, offering a deal at all. Yeah. Even though they're not fucking, another fight at all. <laughs> nope, not another fight at all. What the fuck? We are. We have not been invited back to the party. She is in the top ten for God's sake. I know That's she broke. She's number nine out of the top ten, but she does not being offered a fight. That's what they said. Yep. Really? Real talk. She's That's not what in. happens when you come in and piss people off. Yeah. She went in there and she did what she had to do. She took out the top girl, the girl. She took out the superstar. Man, you now should add Dana White about that shit. That's what that, I was going to say. You know who else saw that? Other promotions. So yeah. You know Man, what? you need to add. That's the reason why, as much as I liked Bellator, as cool as they were, they were really good to us. They really were. While we were there, they were super but cool. But like we talked about, Scott Coker was mad as that motherfucker. Yep. Fuck that fat, ass, ugly and let, fuck. And let, let me tell you what that tells me. <clears throat> that tells me that you don't think you're a legitimate promotion either. No. Because a legitimate promotion wants to sign the most legitimate fighters. Yeah. That girl's already got a fight like July 25th. She's already got another fight lined up. Ooh. She's still in a fight. Valerie Lareda does. She's, she's number eight. She's got another fight already lined up. She'll lose that one too. Nah, she won't. They're going to find her a gimme. They're going to give her a fucking guinea pig. Yeah, that's what Hannah was supposed to be. Hannah was supposed to be a what? small step up in, co- in competition. She went in there and whooped that ass. And then Man, they were like, damn, dude. that wasn't what, we, what was supposed to happen. So... We're back, so we back on the local circuit for a couple more fights. That's oh, pinky in the brain type shit right there. You know what? UFC's going to be called. What yeah. are we going to do tonight, Contender pinky? series. Well, something's something's going to happen. What are we going to yeah. do tonight, brain? The same thing we do every night, pinky. Try to take Try over to the world. world. <laughs> but it's, they fail every time, right? Yep. Scott Coker fucking failed. So guess what he's going to do next? Try to take over the world. <laughs> We're going to give Valerie a fucking easier fight. They might. That bitch might. Excuse me, Lord. That lady might end up fucking 20 and 1. And never have fight anybody with a fucking good record after this. Well, she already fought. Yeah, that one. Oh, well, I said that, twenty and one. That one, yeah, that's right. That one. I'm I'm saying after the one, she may never fight another good opponent ever. I mean, she ain't nothing but a booty. Eventually, booty pop. eventually you're gonna have to. She might. You're in Bellator. Eventually, you're gonna fight somebody in the top ten. Man, but Bell- you know what? I'm sorry, dude. Bellator. I didn't want to say this before. Bellator ain't nothing but fucking UFC trash. They, I ain't gonna say trash. Uh, I, I'm saying like them. shit that they thrown out. Well, some people. I mean, some of those fighters left on a win, left with like Roy McDonald. Bader couldn't get it done. Well, some I of them could go right. to the UFC. He was good. You remember, I used to be a fan, yeah. but he would never win the strap. No. So he was never going to beat Jones. Some no. of them well, he moved to heavyweight. Gegard Mousasi. You don't think Mousasi you know, was never going to win the strap? You don't now think he's the Venom, Michael Venom Page or Douglas Lima could go to the UFC and no, handle? That's not what I'm talking about, though. Them guys no. ain't come out of the UFC. It's just thrown right. But well, I mean, he, what he, the point he's making I mean, is there's legitimate Phil talent in Bellator. Phil Davis. Ryan Bader, Gegard Mousasi. All them guys was decent in UFC, but they were never going to be champions. Yeah. Now, now two of them are fucking champions in Bellator. Like, I mean, absolutely, Bellator is a, is a down step in top talent. It's Without like, a question. It's like where good fighters go to die. Kind of. Kind of. 
Uh, Cyborg. Couldn't beat Amanda Nunes. I, yeah, I'm going go to go be, back to Bellator. She could have beat somebody else, though. But I'm going back to Bellator. I can wear gold. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, Michael if you want to wear out of Bellator. Won his first fight and he lost his last, so he's one and one. Which goes back to the fact that you actually kind of proved this point. Thank you. Because he, he fought for the title and lost. So he was the yeah, champion at Bellator, well, moved over to UFC and couldn't that's win. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So it it kind of you kind of proved this point a little bit there. I mean, uh, that's what you want to do, though. That's what I want you to do. (laughs) And I like Michael Chandler. Like Michael Chandler beat the brakes off of Hooker, Dan Hooker, Rooker, whatever his name. Alavera is a bad mother trucker. But that is that's what I'm saying. Alavera, the one that beat him. Yeah, that's that, a bad dude. Olivera is is that the cowboy? Or is that the other one? I think it's the cowboy. Yeah, cowboy is bad dude. That's a bad dude. A lot of them dudes are bad. That's a bad dude. I mean, a lot of UFC guys are going to smash through like half the champions in Bellator. I'm just going to say it. I'd agree with that. Okay, it I is what it is. The UFC is the top. Yes, it's the, the NFL. The, the UFC it's is the, the top. NBA. Yeah, I'll just put it this way, Scott Coger. I would urge you to reconsider. I, you know what? I'm actually not bad about it. Are you not? I'm not mad about no, it because now maybe, like you said, what UFC well, maybe or well, or W Hannah's WSL. got some Hannah's got some growing to do. Hannah's World got Series some of poker, to do. whatever. I don't give a fuck. Just something other than Bellator. She, she's got some growing to do. Bellator would have been a good growth place, though. Possibly. You get, you get, you get. She's not ready for the top ten in Bellator yet. But I'm just saying, you get old. Well, apparently she is. Other than Valerie Loretta, she got that number eight. Beat that bitch up. Yeah, that's true. Or top up, five. She's, she's not ready to fight, to fight the top five. Maybe not. But and the the the, the talent that she was going to face after Loretta, she wasn't quite ready for. Her jujitsu is, but her wrestling, or mostly her boxing and striking, needs some work. And that this gives us shit. the opportunity to spend a little bit more time focusing on that and letting her work on that and develop there, and then we can go after that. She, as long as she stays tough, though, she'll be straight. Yeah. Don't get clipped. Don't get clipped, Hannah, because that is going to be the Well, there were some mistakes you made in that last fight that against somebody else you would have get clipped. I'm just saying, walking into the motherfucking hands like that, that's dangerous game to play right there, brother. Yeah, I don't, it, it I don't was, know much about it, it, it but game. I'm watching it. It was the game she had, to, she had to play in that fight. You said set up with punches. I did. I did. She it wasn't set exactly. Up with her face. It wasn't exactly. It wasn't exactly what we wanted her to she do. She did win. She did good. I'm yeah. not hating on she, her. I'm just saying. She Against a tougher opponent. Half the game plan. Uh, yes. Not the other half. I'm not mad about it. Just and it was enough to win. Against a top-tier opponent, you're going to have to fucking Absolutely. full game plan. And that's why I say that was a great opportunity for us to explore the, a bigger stage on a lower-pressure level. But now people know her name. No crowd. No, uh, you, she didn't have a crowd to make her more nervous. It was against an opponent that we I knew she could beat. Um, yeah. Which is one of the reasons we took it. We knew I knew that Valerado was a little overrated at the so time. I'm mad I didn't bet on that. Me too. Damn, oh my man, god, fuck! But we will not be getting offered a multi fight deal. With you think the crowd would have made a difference? Uh, no, no, not really. Valerie wasn't ready for that, dude. Yeah, she she's just, not ready either. She mentally wasn't ready for for Hannah putting. She that was broken. On her. You could look at her yeah. face. And Hannah, she bro- got Hannah broke. broke her mentally. She just stayed in her ass and broke her mentally. Anyway, guys, let's jump off here. I appreciate everybody listening to the Man Up Podcast. I, you know, one of the things that's hardest thing for me is when I have to name these episodes and I don't remember a thing that we talked about. That's sort of the way today was too. Even though I felt like it was a good episode, we're gonna call this one Tyler's uh, back, not being a little bitch. Tyler's um, back. Not that's already been the, the name of like three episodes. So Tyler's back. So uh, leave us a review <laughs> on iTunes episode. or whatever that you listen to podcasts on. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see y'all on the next episode of the Man, Man Up, Up Podcast. Podcast. Peace. Peace.